0: All right. Um, Jace Cadle. the ace of spades. Is that what you called yourself? The Jace of spades. Jace of spades. That's right. I try
1: not to use my last name because we got in a, um, I had some stalking fans who went a little ape shit trying to contact my family. And, wow.
0: Yeah, so, um, and
1: that was a long time ago.
0: That, that does sound like a long time. I mean, Holy cow. I, I, I need to hear the story give it to me. The, give me the cliff notes,
1: the cliff notes. Um, I, uh, there was a reason that I wasn't on Facebook or anything like that for the last six or seven years. Um, I, about six or seven years ago, we were in a band, my wife and I, and I, we were going around and people started coming up to me and, uh, asking me really personal questions about like my family at the time. My, uh, Stepfather had just been diagnosed with um, Parkinson's Plus, and was. you know, We were just dealing with the fallout of that through the family, and uh, people would come up to me at shows, like right before shows, and ask me, "Hey, you know, how's your stepdad doing? How's Brian?" Or, or she think, "How's Brian doing?" And I was like,
0: How "You know who, that?
1: Who, 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 do, who are you, and why, why?"
0: These dudes or chicks?
1: Oh, uh, mostly I was, it was actually women. It was a lot, of, a lot of women. It was funny, kind of like uh, older ladies that would. <laughs> <laughs> Coug- they would go my mom and stuff and be like, Hey, what's going on? So it was it was just weird. Eventually it just became my mom was kinda like, Why are these people asking me all these questions about you? And I, I just we had to bail. So I was like oh, wow. no more no more media presence for me. Wow.
0: That's so, uh that's intense. Okay. Well listen, we are here to talk about your top five records. Oh yeah. Um and I'm excited about this. You've got some I'm 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 super I'm excited
1: like a, a, a weirder version a you weirder do set than anybody else you does.
0: do you do but i will also say that you have um so i was just looking at the stuff today and um redheaded stranger which is one of your albums by willie nelson yeah. is the most chosen album thus far really yeah Tate my you and josh duke that's super cool um it's a great
1: one kelly and i go to sleep to it every night
0: Ah, it's it's so good, and Maybe I can't wait. I don't, can't I don't wait think I make to make it to
1: Bonaparte's retreat. Every
0: <laughs> All right, you also have another one which I loved, and Tenacious D pick a destiny. Okay, now I w- underrated duo oh, for making
1: joke songs. Ever. I mean, the the, music so good.
0: <laughs> the it's, band The Last Waltz. You've got yeah. that. You have got the Eminem show, which I was a, I was a little surprised, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the heck out of it.
1: I'm a big rap fan.
0: And then you chose uh, Jimi Hendrix, Axis Bold as Love, which is the, um, Jimmy is tied in the lead for most uh, picks for him as an artist oh, nice. with the Beatles. And um, Axis Bold is Love was also chosen by, the um, the, it, the, it's the Beatles, the Beatles,
1: right. the Beatles. So, are they a- Acting Trooper? Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and then uh, Axis Bold is Love was also chosen by Jeff Blankenhorn. So, um, nice. yeah. so He's
1: got good taste.
0: Yes, he does. Uh, Jimmy's been chosen a lot. Stevie Wonder's been chosen a lot. The band's been chosen a lot. Willie. Yes. Uh,
1: there's, some, yeah, there's some just amazing artists through the, through, through the history. Of oh, yeah. Music for sure.
0: No doubt. No doubt. And then so, all right. So, you know, you've got these records. Where are you taking them?
1: Oh man, I've actually I've been stressing about this answer for the last week and I'm honestly I'm going to go with I'm going to go down to 6th Street to a bar because nobody's going to be there.
0: <laughs> you'll be all so, alone, you can listen to those records by yourself. I've been down there a while. I want to want to go down and see what's up. See, see see the boards all over the the windows and stuff. Exactly. It's nice, yeah. you
1: know. Very post-apocalyptic
0: style. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, so let's let's start off with um um what, are we, what is it called um pick a destiny okay so i have something to say here um i never really got into tenacious d and i know some of my friends they loved it and um i ended up listening to that that album that record and then i went out and bought the movie, the movie. <laughs> and listen and watched it that night um and i haven't laughed that hard in so long it's so reminiscent and i mean clearly they were the 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 pioneers but flight of the concords is just i used to love that show absolutely um so tell me a little bit about it. i do know that it was uh you know it's jack black and and kyle glass um and it was released in 2006
1: um I mean, God, was, really, was that really 2006 yeah, yeah i know
0: and then flight of concords was like like 210 or something like that anyway i think they had a show on hbo at some point
1: yeah they actually both did um tenacious d was originally a show on hbo
0: yeah, I only, I've only seen like three episodes of that. I don't know if yeah, there were. It right.
1: was. It was kind of a. They were they were in a comedy club and they were getting up and singing, and doing like an open mic. And that was the big premise for what built into the pick of destiny with like that scene where they go, yeah. and it's a, uh, blanking on the guy's name, uh, the other actor, but um, Kyle Glass. He's actually oh no, it's uh, Paul something or other, the the comedian who plays the. Open mic host in in Hilarious. but that's all based off of that TV show where they would have kind of a comedy skit that they get up and do, and then it just built into everything. Those guys are they're so talented when it comes to the songs, just the writing, the quality of it. With with two guys with guitars putting together, what they do is, is and
0: amazing. and two acoustic guitars, yeah, and they're playing all this like super rock stuff because I mean Metal, that's what Jack Black is, 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 just is that, like yes, and, and and all the profanity, and you can say anything you want here, so I don't fucking care, right? So. Um, but you know, Jack Black has this voice. I mean, it is like such the, the Dio, the, 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 I mean, that's a metal voice. Jack
1: Black is a, is a, is definitely a huge presence in that, but Kyle Gass, like his guitar playing and his backup vocals. Agreed. I don't know. Like just with the, the, with the two of them, I couldn't, I I just can't imagine anything else. It's just like, it's, and then you got Dave Grohl is sort of helping to do stuff and he does the drums for the song. You're just like, what? That's so unfair. And Tim
0: Robbins. As the evil old man. Okay, so, I mean, it's a musical fantasy stoner comedy. Um, the pick is, and I, I didn't really understand the title until I, I started looking into it and, and watched it. But it's so they find out that there's this pick that was um, from one of Satan's uh, teeth. Mm-hmm. So Satan's not whole anymore. If you find this, if you can obtain this, then you become an immediate
1: rock legend. The way they plug the the pick into the covers of classic Rolling Stone magazines and and show you like how through history it's 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 just always been there.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah, and you know, and, and apparently it was a total box office bomb, um, but yeah, yeah, it has become a cult understood. classic.
1: I don't think people understood what they were watching, but yeah, it's it's in time. It has become. The, a, a true cult classic like you said I, I, every time I watch it I, I laugh harder than I've laughed in a long time I, I just
0: so. I, I told my wife about it and we were just watching the, in, the intro part to it when the little kid comes <laughs> in there and goes ah
1: fuck it fuck it <laughs> the little Jack Black kid is the yeah. best His dad, you know what Meatloaf right there I know Meatloaf was, was in Meatloaf's too Meatloaf's first movie since like he was in a Rocky Horror Picture
0: Show um, so, like
1: he hadn't acted in forever when he did that movie
0: yeah um so J- jb jack jack black runs away from home his uh his super religious home and uh you know uh goes he meets he meets kg for
1: Holly- did, you, did you catch where he goes i'm going to hollywood but he goes to like hollywood florida yeah hollywood alabama <laughs> and a bunch of different hollywoods before he finally lands in california
0: <laughs> and then he finally comes across kg um who's got the long hair and stuff and acts like he's like Mr. Rockstar and then finds out that it, yes. he's still living on his mom's paycheck and sucking that tit. And then um, I love the fact that they got their name from matching birthmarks on their right. buttockses.
1: I used to think, <laughs> I used to think that it was just a birthmark. But I know I got the name for a band.
0: Uh, uh, there's there's so, so
1: many just good things in there, especially if you're a musician. Like You just identify with Ninety-five percent of the movie.
0: Oh, for sure. It's, it's you know, and then I love when they break into the the history museum, the the rock history museum. Uh, they get the they get the pick, and then power slide. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, you
1: power slide out.
0: Uh, oh, and then then the then the duel, and I uh, just love the way that you know they uh, takes a bullet for him or whatever a it classic is. Classic
1: tale of besting the devil, sir.
0: And then, um, yeah. And then uh, breaks off a piece of the horn And at the end of the movie They're smoking bongs out of the horn uh, So, you know, I love Dave Grohl cameo uh, Dude, I totally miss you Dude, I totally, we did, totally uh, miss we you We did that song
1: on our live stream <laughs> Did you really? A few weeks ago we did Dude, I totally miss you
0: Oh, wait, hold on There's we're another
1: actually, We're, we're going to perform Tribute next week
0: Nice With, um, And Ben Stiller's in it too <laughs> <laughs> It's the guy at Guitar Center. <laughs> yeah. uh, so
1: perfect, because there's always that one dude at Guitar Center who looks like he's a real rock and roll person. Mm-hmm. And like Or he's lived it, and he's just like, this is what I'm doing because Shh. this is where I'm at in my life.
0: He actually tells them the secret of the magic pick, pulls of the, the pick, pick of, of destiny. destiny. Story,
1: just turns the light on. <laughs> he wants to do it with the flashlight. and like, oh, The movie's so great.
0: All right, so let's talk about the music there. What is it about this album that wants to stick you down on 6th Street?
1: where well, there's nobody else there. Man, you know, Tribute was the first one that really caught me as a song because it, it's a long time ago when my best friend showed it to me. The video, the first music video that they put out of that, that's them in a, in a little small recording booth in, at the mall. And right. It's, it's just the, the way they shoot it. You just, you just instantly fall in love with the way these guys are so genuine. And the fact that Jack Black sings like that, you're just like that, that his voice... The, the amount of uh, range he has um, oh yeah and then when you realize it I don't know like it's, it's the fact that it's funny but it's also the the music's so good that you can't you can't really like make fun of it where it's like a typical like where I, sometimes you have like comedians who also sing and play and it's like you know they're they're playing three chord wonders at best the entire time and they're funny but you're just like okay musically Tenacious D is as, is as good as anybody else so it's right like, especially when they when you add some of the drum parts just, just basically by themselves are amazing. So, and that's some of my favorite music is singer songwriter style, but with a lot of flair and a lot of, uh, I don't know. They're just, they're just out there, man. I love it. Lyrically. Yeah. They're saying silly shit that that gets you, that hooks you. And then all of a sudden you're saying it and you're just having a good time with the song and, but yeah, it starts with tribute and it just goes on to the rest of them. Dude, I totally miss you.
0: Uh, and to, and to be
1: able to see it with the movie, I guess that probably helps me a lot because sometimes I'm not the biggest uh just straight music fan. But with with the movie and with seeing everything that they put together, it's just uh, it just cracks me up. Every I, I laugh every time I hear it, and I and I rock out every time I hear that album. So yeah, I
0: just I just started using HBO Max. Nice, and they have like the the small little episodes. Those like little twenty twenty two minute yeah. episodes.
1: You should. Uh, I'll let you borrow. They're called the Masterworks. It's the D- it's the DVD of just all that stuff. It's oh, wow. hilarious because it's just them dicking around and they're just like, eh. you could you can see especially pre before they go to 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 be able to to make the movie and do everything that like with budget like that. It's just the TV show and I don't know. It just all these ideas stemmed from that and then and then they turned it into the empire that they have. Is you know they're they're touring musicians going playing huge festivals, and, and you know. When they wanted to And Jack Black's a huge movie star It's just like That's crazy You know Super cool Way to put it all together and the I mean fact
0: that, Who doesn't love Jack Black Come on the, I you, mean
1: You can just You know what I, I, the, When I say genuine Like you can tell That they really enjoy What they're doing Oh for sure stuff. And they enjoy doing it together Which is even better So like I can I could only imagine I'm, I will go see a Tenacious D show One of these days um, goes, Can
0: I go with you Yes Let's all take right, a group can, man. Yes <laughs> let's do it I, I, I'll I, it, when you so hear cool. they're coming to town, if they do, let me know as soon as you find out, and I'm, I'm we'll, I'll, I'll buy both tickets our tickets. We'll, we'll figure it out.
1: Nice. That'll be that'll be, be, be a night, dude. Because just, I, I imagine if their their is half as good as I get to see him on videos and stuff, it'd just be, you know, oh, yeah. over the top. So,
0: I just love, it. I love, I love his vocal. You said it earlier. His range, yeah, and he it, and it's in that totally that rock style. That down. Do, I mean,
1: when they do the one where they first get the pick and he's wearing it on his throat, and they go the <laughs> and you're just like he keeps and you're going. There's got to be a like he'll cap it off here, and then that high note.
0: You're just yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. How is
1: that even? I, my voice doesn't go that fucking high. and i was like, oh my god. So I I don't know. It just,
0: and I just love that they're both like chubby.
1: Yeah, they're both overweight <laughs> guys that just don't give a shit, and they and, talk uh, about some of their songs.
0: Whenever they get up for that uh that the open mic night, and that guy's like, "The band wanted me to read this," and he always it's always something completely ridiculous. <laughs> <It's> like,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this next group, da da da. da if you're
0: a, what is it? If you're almost what is it called? Um, if you're almost pregnant. Then don't, don't because this music won't pregnant. Some it's just like.
1: Yeah, that was part. That was part of the HBO show where they would right. have him get up there and do it. It's just I don't know the whole thing. Yeah, I love it start to finish.
0: Yeah, um, I, um, I'm glad I bought it. And then when I got HBO Max, I was like, oh, it's already here. <laughs> oh well.
1: Ah, uh, the digital world. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, so um, thank you for making me uh, a new fan of the of tenacious tenacious D. I just it's just awesome. Okay, the Eminem, the Eminem story show.
1: show. Oh, man.
0: So I, I, here's what I know I know that it was released in 2002. Um, it was the best selling album globally at the time. And then it was recorded around the same time as Eight Mile before when he was about mm-hmm. to do
1: that. He's about to hit the home run with Eight Mile for sure. It's like, I, I want to say it's his third or fourth album at that point. Um, not a hundred percent sure about that.
0: Uh, yeah, I think but it's three I, or four.
1: I was in the military at that time when that came out, and when I started listening to it, I was a, a little bit angry, and so it just kind of fit right into my mindset at the time. And uh, I don't know Eminem's just as a rapper. There's, there's, rap is an interesting kind of genre music because, like like any genre music, there's a lot of stuff. And then there's the people who are really good at it, you know what I mean yeah and there's whatever percentage that is and he's just one of those those stylistic rappers that just the way he puts words together is as good as anybody else, and it's the way his he he uses the vocabulary to just to change the way your mood is you know it's just it, lyrically I'm 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 a, I'm a real big fan of his lyrically, and his style and everything he put together was just completely different
0: no Martin i didn't
1: call it's just uh the way he's using extra there's there's like one song where he uses the the part of the batman theme and he just mm-hmm. like mixes in and all of a sudden it's just everything it's just he he also doesn't take himself super seriously he has a lot of skits in there and some of his older his older albums had the same stuff where he's just he's fighting with his girlfriend he's so open with his relationship with his mom and what's what's happening and like him and his daughter and how he feels about everything. And it's just to, to be that open as a celebrity of that stature has got to be just insane. Now,
0: the song uh, Without Me, that was the Batman Robin yeah. thing that he did with Dr. Dre, right?
1: Marshall.
0: This looks like a job for me. So <laughs> without me. follow me. Yeah, yeah dude. it's Yeah, no. I, up, I,
1: that was that I, same time. I don't know if you saw He showed up to the MTV Music Awards doing um will the real slim shady please stand up and he had like 150 people dress up like like marshall mathers all blonde hair (laughs) same thing with a white shirt and the blue jeans and they all invaded the 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 theater that they were doing the award show and it was just uh it was so awesome it was one of those crazy moments you're like this guy you know bleach blonde hair, kind just, yeah. He's doing it, and is, it is he's he's creating a whole different culture, and he's doing it in a genre of music that is, you know, still back then it was really not super accepted mainstream. He still had a lot of politicians fighting against it. it was Al Gore's Al Gore's wife was trying to like stop rap music completely. It, so it's like you have those conservatives. In a, you know, he's in a, he's just in a genre where it's not easy to be successful, and he's set a precedent and started coming out with albums and just being as good as any of the other greats throughout.
0: Well, I mean, if, if you ask me, I mean, when it comes to, you know, okay. So when I was a kid, I loved the fat boys. Nice. you remember the that fat a, boys? I was a run DMC fan. Yeah. I, I. That's This is way before run DMC. The fat boys were awesome though. I remember yeah, the fat boys. I, so I, I got some records from my mom I, that she had. And one of them was that fat boys. I went to go listen to it and, it's bad, dude. It's not good. <laughs> I was like, I, I like this. And now I know what my parents were saying. Why, why are you listening to this? Cause they're my age when I was listening to it.
1: Yeah. My mom and stepdad bought me a few albums one year, a long time ago to try to figure out what I liked musically as a kid. And it was Pearl Jam's animal, which is an awesome record. Uh huh. That's great. And then it's Sir Mix-a-Lot's baby got back mm-hmm. and Prince's diamonds and pearls, which is not a good Prince album. Right. But, I, I was very confused. I was very very <laughs> confused because I also still had my tape of Disco Duck from Disney yeah. at that time, so I was still rocking against Disco Duck. But also, Baby Got Back. It was, it was a tough time. Just tapes. Yeah, I don't know why I said CDs it was tapes.
0: Ooh. Yeah, tapes, cassette tapes. Those are the days. That, that's you know, I, them when I'm cu- I'm curious if um, if if uh, cassette tapes will ever come back. I can tell you. Here's a story about a cassette tape. This does is a, the
1: tape wear out.
0: Yeah, it does. It's not digital. They'll probably come up with some like digital cassette tape or something. Who knows? Um, anyway, uh, what was I going to say? It was. Um, oh yeah. Fo- so what you were talking about earlier, his stylistically, the way that he uses his voice as an instrument, mm-hmm. is and. and and the way that, he, I mean, you you pretty much that's nailed it. That's
1: what rap it. is. You're, you're the, your vocalist is the instrument. It's like a Anthony Kiedis from Chili Peppers. They don't need a rhythm guitarist because his voice is technically the yep. rhythm guitar. And it's like cool to, I don't know, that's that's what's interesting about rap is it's all on the rapper. And there's, there's especially like in an age when a lot of the rappers were, were talking about all their cars and, you know, girls and money. And it's, it's just, it was very formulaic in how the lyrics would, would go like a lot of popular genres, yeah. you know, it, or what's pop, popular music in genres. Like it just, he came out and talked about real things and real issues and stuff that actually bugged him. And like I said, that, that comes through, you know, I mean, especially I, you know, I'm sure yeah. you appreciate lyricists too. And it's just like when someone's telling you something and you identify with it and it, and it hits you, and then you actually walk away going, I remember what you said, not just the fact that you repeated the same thing over and over again. You actually like said something to me and the message got through. So yeah, I no, know, i, I right, it, right on board with you right there, man.
0: So uh, yeah. And another thing that I loved about um, was the song um, was called uh, sing for the moment that just totally takes dream fun. on. And you know who plays on that song? Joe Perry.
1: Yeah, Joe Perry plays. Well that's a that's funny because Aerosmith is a lot of those guys have been they actually play with run D M C too back right. in the, the day. That was yeah. this way. Uh-huh. It's like just to be able to cross over, to be able to use other people's sounds and, and, and put it together in a cohesive thought that takes the song that you're super familiar with, especially a popular song like uh Dream On. Dream On like Oh my God. You know, to take that song and and create your own thing with it. It was just I don't know, super impressive, and to still pay homage by bringing Joe Perry and being like, "Why don't you come play on this, man? That's pretty awesome."
0: Right. Yeah, it was. I uh, just that was uh,
1: that was actually I, that was that was really hard coming up with five. You were right when you said. I, I, it, I, I told you, I, man. I came to like ten and went. And you're like, oh, wait man. a second! I love all these. Exactly. I was like, was you know, really I mean. Different reasons.
0: Well, the but, thing is, though, is that like like I I chose my five because. um like certain things happen to me at a certain time of life, so I was I would be like, you know, like I don't know. So like one of mine is Wilco A M because I feel like that really spurred the the whole um, alt rock. I mean alt country movement. Um, you know, you gotta have a blues album. You gotta. I I've got see, the funny thing is is nobody's chosen a Stones album
1: yet. See that's what's funny when I was saying like who are the Beatles like I love the Beatles obviously, but I'm I'm definitely. I just grew up listening to the Stones more. Well, I'm always here's appreciating the Beatles, but just being like I'm just a gritty Stones fan. Um, <laughs> but I I, mean... don't, I don't really like any of their full albums. I love Stones songs, but there's not an album. Maybe a uh, Exile on a uh, Main Street. Exile on Main Street because of the story and then where they had to go. But like out even, but outside of that, I was like, that's not the the best songs. Well, I mean, it's like it's so just, you know, one time
0: this guy. Stones. Uh, this is very early on in my music career. this friend of mine, I forget his name, but he's like, yeah, I want to introduce you to this guy. He's a big wig here in Austin for music. And so he, he, we were sitting there talking, we were at the star bar. Um, and he said, yeah, you know, usually on my inter I'm always on my interviews. I always ask the person, you know, what's your favorite Rolling Stones album? And he kept going. I said, well, what's your favorite? And he goes, exile on main street. And I said, well, you're wrong. And he looked at me and I said, they're all awesome. How could you pick one? Yeah, right. They're all epic. And so on the way back, it was freezing. The streets were totally frozen over. And we were driving back in his truck, and he was like, we were driving across the bridge, going across Lamar on, on Enfield. And he said, and he, he was going, You do, you can't talk to that guy like that. And I was like, Man, I, I was just joking around. It's not a big deal. And right when he, he, was, he was barking at me, he, he hit a patch of ice in his car, and fucking, damn, right against, <laughs> up against the bridge. And so I, 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 I had to like really hold back me laughing at him because of um, him screaming at me about nothing. Oof. Anyway, so yeah, but I mean, I've, of course, I disagree. I think that there are some epic Stones albums, but that's another conversation altogether. Um, let's stay in the rock vein and talk about, um, Axis Bold is Love.
1: That's an interesting one. Jimi Hendrix, it was actually hard to pick an album too because of, of his, I, and I guess I went with that one because funny enough, art, art like, you know, how the, the, the cover of a, of an album mm-hmm. plays can influence me to buy it as see, much as see th- there's a great reason right buying, there yeah. no exactly and I, it's that's one of those covers i remember seeing as a kid and just going what the hell and as i grew up i actually got lucky enough one one of the few books i've ever read was actually Jimi hendrix's biography and it really it it took me from being a fan to being a super fan because like Jimi hendrix is one of those guys speaking of the stones speaking of the beatles he when he went to london he was one of those guys that those guys would show up and watch play yeah when you have mm-hmm. you know mick jagger and paul mccartney saying how great you are like that's it elevated him to a whole different place and he was one of the first people to ever use all the pedals and stuff and to really try to take all of the technology of the time which was still really limited and make these crazy like just shit sounds that were that would pushed everybody it pushed right music and push guitars which you know you can argue who's the best lead guitarist Till you, you know, I don't know how you would pick that to narrow it down to like one person, but you just go. This guy is in a in a, in a different level. I mean, Stevie Ray Vaughan is is was a huge Hendrix fan. You know what I mean?
0: Of course he was. And he just, covered just, Little Wing, which is on this album.
1: Just Hendrix changed changed the game to me. So. Yeah.
0: Any? Uh, did he cover Booty Child too? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my wife loves Jimi Hendrix. Like yeah. that would oh, be her. her... Dude,
1: style, man.
0: Yeah. Um, do you do you listen to podcasts often? Yeah. Um, listen to the Twenty Seven Club. The first season, it's like like ten or twelve episodes, all about Jimi Hendrix. Nice Twenty Seven Club. Yeah. Oh,
1: from the uh, people. Yeah. All... Yeah. So the second I think season. That's a myth, because I think they were killing them all at Twenty Seven. <laughs> if you want to talk about conspiracy theories, I think. All right, all well, we'll
0: let's, out. okay. Let's hear. Let's hear your, your your theory.
1: I just think they're all ta- they were all the taken government out because at some point. Uh, I don't think the government's smart enough to be able to do that. I think the government.
0: Who took them out there? Let's hear the theory. Come on.
1: Well, just the the 27 Club. I think especially that being created with that time was a way to immortalize some of these artists and then take their art and make money off it without having to pay them. So the
0: record label, the record label murdered them.
1: The record label could be all the way mixed in (laughs) with the government all the way to the end. Whoever that one Uh small group of people is that is controlling everything that we think and watch and see.
0: Well, I think all this COVID crap that's going on, somebody planted it. And I think there's going to be a James Bond movie about it too.
1: And we'll all, forget about it too in about yeah. four years they'd be like, ADHD. remember when it was where where were you when you saw tiger king that'll be the that'll be the big question that'll be see, see that's the thing is
0: that like i listened to that podcast before i saw the show
1: oh well but see like i didn't discover it until literally we were we were in covid for two weeks and i was like it looks <laughs> like i got nothing but time let's watch this because we've watched everything else at this point and then you know well we?
0: i wish you read books because um i'm I Have become this I I
1: do read I just read incredibly slow I'm a very slow
0: reader I'm a slow reader too I am But uh, I've been reading These autobiographies Right now I'm reading uh, Charlie Daniels Memoir He just passed Like a week ago Cheers up to Charlie Yeah here Let's let's raise a glass And a moment of silence please What
1: a hero Silence
0: Yeah I'm just starting
1: When they say like Don't meet your heroes He actually was one of the One of the people When I met him when I got the opportunity to meet him, one of the sweetest, he he was talking to us about us, like when we saw him, I got the chance to meet him with my old band. And uh, it's just, he kept talking to us about us. And I'm like, I have all these questions I want to talk to you about. You about? I want to know about you. You're you're Charlie. And he was just like, oh, cool. And we actually had a show that night. So we were going to go, we were playing in the same casino. That's how we uh, got to meet him. And uh, he was like, oh, y'all can hang out if you want to. And I was just like, this guy's so cool.
0: Yeah, other books that I've been reading is like the Buck Owens autobiography, the Merle Haggard autobiography. Good Both of those, I read the Wayland one. It's not as it's not as like I love it when it sounds like they're talking to you. Yes, you know Agreed. what I'm saying. Agreed. So yeah, share your and, life with me. Yeah, but when you can hear them talking to you, it's just like I, you know you know their voice. You're like, oh, I, I can just I know that's a, it that's how really he would say writer, it.
1: Though. Yeah, it takes a really good writer though.
0: Yeah, Wayland's was not not really like that, you know. But um I mean I've 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 looked, I have a ton. I have a whole bookshelf of music stuff over here. I mean, of course, Keith Richards' but
1: life is days, just I'm gonna like, be able to get over there and actually see this.
0: Um, yeah, you should.
1: Studio looks cool from the back.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, so back to Jimmy. Um, so you picked this one um you were swayed because of the album art. And that's I, a, that's a completely yeah. valid reason.
1: I, I won't lie; it's definitely one of the ones that it, it stood out in a way that just the way the it's so psychedelic at the time, and just the way they have the heads, and it's very um, symbolic of like Hindu. Oh Al-Naga yeah, for sure, for like sure, that. no and doubt. Just it just blows me away. So uh,
0: there, there's no doubt about that. I mean, yeah, but song
1: wise, uh, it's like he has so he has so many songs. There's, uh, and I won't lie; I love Jimmy. He's there's there's definitely some songs I love, but there's also songs I don't really understand at all. <laughs> I'm just like
0: I hear you, I hear you. I, I mean. You know, I mean, I, I go. Everybody picks their albums a different way. You know, everybody has a reason why right. they pick their albums, and I I I've, I've yet to hear anybody say that you know this was a severe influence on me why I picked this album. And you just did it so, nice. uh, Like a, for album art, because yeah. I believe the whole art of the album is gone. You know, I, I feel well, like it's why been you lost.
1: Vinyl, right? Like I like these yeah. but like there's something about the 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 feeling of vinyl in your hands and and being able to see such a big square. There's so yeah. much more area that you can really immerse yourself in with detail, and there's just I don't know. There's something very. I
0: it's I just feel like it's lost, you know. I mean, no, nobody's paying t- attention to as much to the the artwork that goes along with it. I think people
1: are b- because that's what we're being provided, right? Like at some point, mm-hmm. the the it feels like the industry
0: has watered a lot of things down to the point to where it's just so. Here, go you know, online. Like a, go online and check out this information about it. No, thank you. I want I want my, I want a physical copy of it, yeah. just like the same reason I want it's to read a book good. and not. Not read it on my iPad. Truth, <laughs> nailed, yeah. it. nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Okay, let's move on. Now it's going to be a sad day. Uh, what will it, is Willie like eighty? How old is he now? Eighty four. That's or what I think. That's all my dad is. My dad just or 86, turned
1: eighty six. I think because we were we were actually backstage his eightieth birthday. That was pretty
0: cool. Oh yeah, that would be super cool. You ever look to I mean,
1: the right and just see Randy Travis?
0: was he wasted
1: Uh, actually it was right after he remember when he had that I guess the issue of being caught naked outside doing yeah and that
0: fucking mugshot with with his hairs it looks like totally right loony
1: that's that's the one that's like the dread of of possibly being a celebrity I would think would be to to have to be like because you're so done up in most of your stuff, and you have you know makeup on. You're wearing the nicest clothes. And you're like, boom! Here's my photo shot, and then it's you get the mug shot where you've been drinking for the last eight hours straight, and you're not. Really
0: I never, t-shirt. I never like. I always enjoyed Randy Travis growing up, but yeah, what a uh, voice! You know, like, what I, it's a such a unique voice. voice, such a unique voice. But I never had any idea that he was such a boozer. And you know, I mean, I guess I. That well, whoever his yeah.
1: PR people are, definitely kept that under wraps. I mean,
0: I, I'm, I am that guy. I'm, I'm that guy that sits around and fucking drinks a shit ton. I do. I just, uh, and I can hey man, see how that would enjoying happen. Enjoying your sauce. Hey. <laughs> okay. Well, so uh, redheaded stranger, this is just like a. I mean,
1: this is an it, epic. This is a uh, the only. I,
0: They call it a concept album. I call it a story album.
1: That's what I was going to say. I was like, this is probably the only concept album that I really appreciate the way I appreciate
0: this one. Yeah, so, um, I mean, well, he reeled off two in a row with Phases and Stages. Uh, I don't know if that was before or after. I know that this one was done in uh, 75. It was his 18th studio album. And I do know this as well, is that uh, at this time, he had signed a, a, um, a deal with Columbia And they had given him complete creative control. And so he went and recorded the album and gave it to Columbia. And they said, well, are these just the demos? And he was like, nope, this is the final product. And they kind of pushed back, but he had creative control. And then, boom, it went crazy. It blows up,
1: yeah. Which is, you know, nothing against the you know bean counting. But at some point, it's like, it's hard to, to control creativity like that.
0: No, I agree. I mean, songs like, I mean, classic, classic songs like, uh, blue eyes crying in the rain.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah well, but if someone were sitting there weighing on you, going, "Oh, I'm not sure that's the best idea because of this," you should be trying to write more like this or that.
0: It's, yeah. You know. I I mean, mean, I, you wouldn't have ended up with some of the great stuff. You ended up well, with. and that's. I mean, they're in business. They have to. They. They think they know everything, and they apparently they don't you know cuz i mean it is a very well, sparse not a good way album not stay in business you might <laughs> yeah but you know you might you might be cultish and so sure. you, may, you might not be able to make as money you're not you're not doing the popular thing and so most record companies are going to want to do that there are some well, companies I think
1: like anything if you're if you get into any uh, you know any kind of art where you're where you're trying to create it's if you're trying to create art to make money you're probably not going to create art
0: a good art at least or great art
1: yeah, not that you don't have a chance because i certainly would not like you know but i just i sit there and go when, you, when you're trying to think about it like what like writing for a demographic is one of the most frustrating things for writing songs for me because i just go i don't i don't want to write it i don't want to write down lyrics unless i feel inspired because if i and i feel like that'll come through if i dig what i'm saying into the microphone hopefully mm-hmm. you'll dig it too you know and it's like but if i'm sitting there going i don't really
0: do you ever listen? Oh, to Have you ever listened to Phases and Stages?
1: Yeah, not in a while though.
0: It's uh, I'll have to pick I, it back I, up. I mean, I love Shotgun Willie. I mean, they're, they're, those three albums. Shotgun and, Willie's
1: an interesting song. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: you know what it's about? Uh. Uh-uh. It's selling sheets for the family clan. It's about like um, like, like either K-L-A-N LSD or or KKK. Oh God. Yeah. So oh. it's it, I mean, it's it, he's not promoting it or anything like that. But it, that's just kind of like a. a And one of my friends told me that it was telling sheets for the family clan was basically LSD, but who knows? And great album.
1: I could see it both ways.
0: And one thing I always like to say about Willie, (laughs) I always like to say about Willie is that. So I believe that there are people that have, you can hear them sing one note or play one guitar lick. And you're like, that's,
1: I know this person.
0: Yeah. That's so my, my top for both is willie nelson
1: that trigger as a guitar has a such a unique it, sound totally as
0: as and, and that, then also his style He's it did do, do, it do, 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 you know you know how you yeah.
1: it's
0: it's like I, I get the chills when i start thinking about it
1: well you can only really name a few instruments names you know what i mean there's like it starts to, that list isn't super long but like trigger is one of those things we go. I, we named our dog trigger after his there you go <laughs> so. perfect
0: uh yeah so willie oof man it's gonna be a sad day yeah, I, I mean, I'm taking, I guess I got to just take day off, the whole week off work.
1: One of my favorite Willie quotes is uh, when they asked him if he was going to re- you know, retire, he was like, From what? I play golf and make music.
0: <laughs> uh, so. Perfect. I heard a quote um, about Ray Wiley Hubbard where he said, uh, Somebody said, um, Hey, Mr. Hubbard, I want to be a, uh, a songwriter when I grow up. And he goes, Well, you can't be both.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an rwh thing to say for sure <laughs> totally um tough. all
0: right so um we, we but i mean if somebody doesn't like Willie Nelson, then i'd like to talk to them because you gotta it's either you're like you gotta be just like super metal what's going
1: head. on with your life where you might not yeah i mean like and maybe you don't like everything i get some some people just don't like enjoy country music but just as a as a personality and as a calming agent he's one of the people that especially in the austin area and and like middle texas brought together bikers cowboys and hippies
0: and Mm -hmm. everybody
1: just chilled and it was like wow you could have all these markets together not wanting to murder each other at live shows that's that's awesome
0: yeah i read the um cultural the book the armadillo world headquarters uh good one and it, it it goes into that whole story about how you know he came and he brought all the, the hippies and the cowboys together just i mean he's just and and there's also this one jimmy fallon deal yeah i'll send it to you after this nice. but um where Jimmy Fallon because he goes oh my god i'm on the bus with willie nelson and, and he sits down and he goes hey so you gonna play uh blue ice kind the rain was well, it like, mm- just kind of nodding, 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 and he keeps asking him all these questions. You can do this, hey. So what? Are, you know, hey, what, what are you gonna do? You know, well, um, okay. So you're not really, you know. Well, why don't we grab some dinner? After this? Do you like Italian? And he, well, he's like, and this huge thing of smoke goes. Out, 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 and he goes. How about Mexican?
1: <laughs> Dude, uh, what was what honeysuckle rose? One of the best movies.
0: You know what? I don't think I've ever seen that. So thank you again. I'm gonna go. I, I, guess what? I've got HBO Classic. Max now
1: willie nelson buck bonham bro he plays he it's basically willie nelson playing willie nelson it's
0: perfect perfect genius.
1: like i was like this is it's kind of like it's 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 uh willie nelson's eight mile if you will
0: there you go well i mean uh, yes so i
1: guess eight mile is eminem's
0: honeysuckle Roast. you there see that's a, way to look at that's it. a better way to look at it um willie okay OG for sure so the last waltz do you know who else picks pick this album
1: hopefully somebody cool
0: um, her name is Kelly Green. You might know her.
1: You know, it's the Beatles first, the Kelly Kelly Greens.
0: Of course, my <laughs> beautiful wife. She's super. Awesome so, and she's great Jace plays great. in a band called Madam Radar, and they are awesome. Jace has also been on the live stream podcast that I did. It was called the Big Gun Facebook Live Show, and what we did is we didn't really do anything we weren't really playing music. We were just Jasper kind of,
1: Devereaux. <laughs> I would,
0: I would have these guys, I would ask them, i say, make up a character and dress up. And so everybody come on and and like, we have a host of people that have been on it and it was just so much fun. And Jace was on it and he was on it with Kelly's brother um, Cody and, and Cody Lee. And, and they were two antiquers from a small town in Mississippi called, why not Mississippi? And it was, it was just, it, that character was so good. Those characters were so awesome. I loved Wackiness that.
1: Wackiness ensues, man. That was, that was a blast. I, yeah, th- thank you for letting us be a part of that. Because um, to be able to do it a few times kind of gave us a little bit of a role. Especially then, at the I second mean, time, I was like, this is this is a character I, I I feel like I'm in.
0: And I love it when people will come, will start as one character, and then we'll go to another char- somebody else, and then they'll come back in later in the show as a different character, d- dressed up as a different person. And it's just, it's not meant to be serious. It's not meant to be well produced. It's just done via Zoom to Facebook Live. And
1: what's, see, that's, there's, like I said, the honesty and when something feels genuine because you're just having fun, that translates through. And that's what it is. Funny enough, even my, my parents watched those. They were like, you guys are hilarious. And they're like, y'all just have so much fun. It was like, what is, you know, what are y'all doing? And it was just like, just, you know, country has on. And we just want to, it's just, it- just laugh for for an hour and just, you know, hang out with each other it's a great way to just kill some time
0: back to the last waltz okay Uh, what is it Now, now when i first when kelly was like hey well the last waltz i was like oh i've seen that movie i own it uh i went and looked it up on spotify and i was like oh this is not just what they did in the movie so it is a lot more it's like it is like four four albums four records in this
1: big big deal um
0: so tell me tell me your inspiration and why you picked this
1: it was, you know, I, I I hope this story isn't doesn't sound as boring as it sounds in my head, but that it's that part of me where like you remember where you are when you first hear something.
0: That's a and great think, reason right there.
1: Yeah, and I wasn't anywhere special. I just was sitting at a house with a girl I think I was trying to date at the time, and her family and friends, and they were we were all watching The Last Waltz when we got over there because I like to smoke a little bit. When that's where that's where it was that night, and we were just hanging out and like i said it wasn't a special night other than just the music and you know this is watching the movie which like you said you find out the album is even further they just they you just i don't know how you would capture all that in a movie but like it just changed it it it, it was one of those moments where i went i want to do that for a living i want to i want to stand on stage i want to have fun and i want to – especially that's the antithesis of their career at the end where they're bringing up Ronnie Hawkins and fucking Neil Young and like, I oh, just all Bob Dylan, Bob fucking Dylan, ah! Muddy waters. You're, like you're, you're just going, yeah. Ain't that a man? Oh my God. Come on. One of the best versions. And I just, it was just that night where I was like, that's if, if I could see myself in 30 years of doing something and having a night like that, that's the kind of night I'd want to fucking have. And yeah, you just go. It's just such a mind blowing. You know, they're called the band because they were everyone's band. Mm-hmm. Like they were just the band that you would and they were like that's the whole just the legendary amount of guys that are in that group too. Everyone sings, which is. I don't part heard of, of. That's my favorite kind of band. Like I, yeah, it's the all those harmonies. To be in, funny enough, is like. I love everyone singing. I love everyone singing lead. I love everyone writing because you get this flavor that you don't get from, and, and, and you know, just there's there's just bands that do that, and that's that's one of my favorite things, and, and and that's what attracts me to to music. And it was just one of those. That was a night that I remember going, oh wow i wish i was there i wish i was there and you find out you know when you obviously that night i was drinking a little bit but i was like how do i get tickets to the show right you know i mean I the
0: the the cool thing about what you just said is that is what i read in a lot of these autobiographies of musicians and songwriters is that you know they always explain like that's when it i i was hooked
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know um for me i just i'm gonna have to say that it was listening to the rolling stones in college is that's that's when i was like oh wow this is really cool um actually the 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 story that i tell consistently is that i i followed all my friends up to ut i was kind of a follower in high school came up to ut then i joined the same frat as they did and got through ship, And then after ship, I smoked some weed for the first time. And I went down to the black cat and saw soul hat and little sister playing. I was like, "What? what the hell am I doing at that frat house? When I could be right here drinking $1 tall boy, paps blue ribbons and, and free hot dogs.
1: That's a neat, right, dude. That's fucking awesome.
0: That's that's it. You know, so, um, but yeah. All right. Well, listen, um, Jay's kettle plays a band called Madam radar. Tell us where we can find you guys online
1: madamradar.com is the best place to what about to social stuff to, oh man facebook is it all, Twitter,
0: Is it all madam radar instagram hash-
1: yeah it's all madam radar at madam radar
0: so okay so, cool
1: so um
0: yeah anything Sorry else i'm not more helpful on any n- of those n- no, no no i i actually know it all i just want everybody to hear it that's so, listening
1: no, dude i've had a great time by the way thank you for doing it, this i'm telling you this I've is been so much fun listening to the other podcasts you do and just this is fun
0: it it really is and and you can now say that it's true number one it's hard to pick them and number two once you start talking about them like i always try to encourage people go listen to the albums that you told me yeah right because you can pick them you can say oh yeah i like that album, but if you go listen to it ahead of time then then all of a sudden this conversation is better
1: hell yeah well it it takes you back That's I was like man it's it's funny you just think about some of these things you go this is where i was when this happened yeah i saw this you know and changes everything
0: and it's it's just so nice to hear how hear why and how people pick their albums. Yeah. Um I need to reach out to my to Mike G cuz he wants to I told him I said let's do a top 3 Stones album you and I will debate it. That's so interesting. that's going to be a good one. Anyway, uh what else you got to say here, Jace?
1: Uh just thank you. I hope everyone stays safe out there
0: everybody should say stay safe these millennials need to stay yeah. inside and stay home please quit spreading this all freaking virus around
1: all of us got to stay home at least or at least you know what let's, let's either just all go outside or all decide to stay home and follow yeah, the let's the all, rules. all just but, go yeah, get sick right out. you
0: know what i mean right on. okay well jace thanks so much for taking the time to uh talk with me today i i loved I your insights and, and thank you again for turning me on to tenacious d because that is uh, che new rose as well i i'm probably going to watch it tonight Perfect. I' kind of have to all right we're signing off um thank you very much for again jace for uh hanging out and doing this Ladies. with us and uh, we'll talk to you next time.